Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience at My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair Hello. again. Day Ooh. something. Day of us something being or other. out here. Day four. Uh, it is going to be a nice day. Here with your dew point forecast. All right. Uh, it's going to be more comfortable than it was yesterday. These next two days, Tuesday and Wednesday, well, frankly, they're probably our last, like, really comfortable days at the fair. Even yesterday got awfully hot. It By did. the end of it, it was it like, did. whoa, buddy, this feels warm out here. We, yeah. had the, we had the family out yesterday on the fairgrounds, and this included my aunt who came in from West Virginia. Sister, brother-in-law, three nephews, and then my wife, Lou, our four kids. And we we went out and about afterwards. So I mistakenly wore jeans I yesterday. I had a denim jacket on, too, in at, the middle at of the point, day. At one point, yeah. And then I was like, uh-uh. Oh, wow, bah. yeah. If you were here in the afternoon yesterday, there were a few a few times when the sun was just really, really beating down. And it, I'm telling you, I don't know where they are exactly, but you know them when you get there. There are a few spots on the fairgrounds, Donna, that are just piping hot. It's something about the meadow reflecting, the asphalt getting a little irritable, and you're yep. like, wow, suddenly it's about 10 degrees hotter than it was. So it did get a little bit balmy there in the afternoon. We peeled off. Uh, we had three separate cars that sort of peeled off as the afternoon went on. And the latest of us made it until 6.45 yesterday. So we, we were out of here before wow. sunset. We didn't stay that, super late. That is impressive for you. For Yeah. Well, my Aunt Mary Sue said to me, I blame her because she said, hey, are you going to be hanging out? Or are you going to be, you know, one of these wimps cutting out early? And the woman came in. She got on a flight to come here. And so I said, listen, I'm in it. I'll be the last car out with you guys. So whatever awesome. we stay till. But by the end of it, she at one point said, at what point does it cool down around here? Do you guys get the cool? Does it does it happen at any point? And yesterday it just it got increasingly hot as the late afternoon went on. It a little bit of a bummer though. Uh, many of you here are state. If you're out here at the state fair, you're here because you're a fan of it. But if you talk to people directly enough, you'll find that in most groups you have your fair fanatic. And then you have your fair weather fans. And then some people are just like, okay, I'll go because it's the right thing to do. That's my wife, Lou. She is not a fan of all the walking. She, especially being here with kids, there's a lot of wrangling. And let's go over here. You're dealing with multiple voices who have multiple preferences of where they want to go, what they want to do. So it's not like a leisurely walk with your girlfriend. Like, where should we go get drinks? That's not right. what it's like when you're here with family. So one thing she does love is... The horse barn. We go yes. and we see the animals. Yes, and it was love. maybe eight or nine years ago. And, you know, she had seen a horse before, Donna. Like most humans, right. she had encountered horses. She went into the horse barn here at the State Fair. And she walked out of that 30-minute experience and was overtaken by the beauty of these horses. Mm -hmm. And this has happened to you when we've done Project Down to Dirty at the zoo, where mm -hmm. you develop a, an affinity for like an armadillo suddenly. No, it was an anteater. Okay, oh, even worse. I love the anteaters. But, oh, so great. 
sometimes you spend enough time up close with them, looking at them, appreciating them, and you're sort of like, wow, this is something. So she left mesmerized by horses years ago. So every year we go back to the horse barn. That is the big thing for her is I get to go see my horses. This will be great. As we walked over to the sheep barn, there were a couple draft horses out there wearing the boots with the fur and the whole thing. (laughs) So, And they were nice. And like the kids were just walking up and they were allowed to pet them right there. They were very well-mannered. Uh, but it wasn't the horse barn experience. So then we made our way in. We did sheep. We did cattle. We uh, we saw some pigs, the whole thing. And then we go over to the horse barn. And I said, all right, can we come in right here? They had like a little uh, like little ropey gate that was separated. I said, is yeah. it okay if we go in right here? And they said, oh, we're sorry. The horse barn is closed. Oh. I said, you mean closed like like for the next 10 minutes? What are you? And they said, it's uh, moving out day. So the horses that were here for the first chunk of days... They were moving out. New horses then move in sure, last which, night slash tomorrow it, morning, which Aww. meant just newsflash, and we will mark this down on our Patterson calendar. Do not come to the fair on Monday, particularly in the afternoon. You could have right. seen them in the morning, I guess. But the thing that you will have been looking for, if you have a big horse fan, you got kids or grandkids who love horses, Monday's a tricky day because the horse barn might, in fact, be closed. So that was a... Uh, that was a gut punch right at the end yeah, of the day sucks. before I, she left. <laughs> I get it. I I always looked forward to seeing the goats. There used to be a lot of goats. Yeah. And now there's just a handful of them tucked away in another barn, like the sheep barn or with the chickens. And oh. that's a big bummer when you are looking forward to something. It would be like going on a trip to go look at some manatees for a day. And you see a bunch of other fish, but you don't see a manatee. That's and it's like, right. okay, it was good, but there's something that wasn't Why'd you say that? Now you here. feel like you're putting out bad mojo. Well, no, you're going on a manatee trip. I was just trying to help you relate. Imagine if all the manatees were closed up for the day. I would be very upset. Uh, you're right. We did check out some other things, though. I learned something that maybe people know, just okay. to close out our, ho- our animal talk at the state okay. fair. Do you know, you ever go in the sheep barn? Yes. Do you, do you know, I didn't know this. Do you know why they wear the, the jacket? You ever see them in the jacket? It's like the full hood. It looks like they're an altar boy. Um, (laughs) Okay. um, No, it has to do probably with shearing of some sort. And actually, I said, are these sheep cold? Is that why you have a blanket on right now? Because it was hot in that barn. Right. And he said, no, they're definitely not. He said, we keep those on to keep them clean. Today is the show day. It's the competition day for all of these sheep. So they shear them, they bathe them, and then they put these these little robes on them. Got and that's it. why you see them all in their robes. And they have little ear holes cut out, too. Yes. And uh, so then that keeps them clean for their show day. Um, I follow a singing donkey on Instagram, okay. of course. Yep. His name is Monty. And oftentimes he's got a like a hood on, and it looks like he can't see. And then they put like little boots on them. Because the flies just go nuts on them, so it protects them. They can see it's just sheer, and people are always like, I think it's really mean that you're putting this hood over your donkey. So I figured there was a purpose. There's a purpose for it. We also saw a lot of great, um, we were in the poultry barn, saw a lot of really interesting chickens. chickens. Me as a chicken. I mean, there are hairdos on these chickens (laughs) that are just really crazy. Then look at this guy. There's like an ex-rocker. This is like a a VH1 behind the music. That's like Robert Plant. Yes. I mean, (laughs) the hair on some of these were incredible. I saw geese with big bumps on their head, almost like a... Almost like a... 
Pachycephalosaurus for any dinosaur fans out there, but they had like this hump on top. Other ones had big humps below. Some of these geese were very thick and feathered, geese? like they could walk into a store. Donna, I didn't know they had geese here. Oh, they had geese. This oh, is a, we're looking at like swan like. That's like a little gobbler thing okay, underneath it. You know I'm, the little. Steve is showing me some pictures. There's a little the thing. Little blah, 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 blah. There are things yes. growing up below. There are things growing above. If okay. you haven't been through the poultry barn, it's more interesting than you think. I would I'll tell you, walking past the pigeons, not exactly the most exciting thing in the world, sure. but, you know. I'll tell you what, speaking of things above and below, how about the sheep, huh? My aunt said, talking below. what's he got going on there? Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was looking into my future as it's an 85-year-old like... man <laughs> when gravity wins the final <laughs> it, battle. It's a little elephantitis-ish. Oh, my gosh. If yeah. you were a human, you'd throw him up over your shoulders when you walked around. <laughs> All right, let's go. I mean, yeah, that is a sight. And then we saw, uh, oh, and where are you on the state fair when I walked past her in the, uh, well, uh, tell me where we were. Here's what I heard. I know we're okay. outside. Here's what I heard, and now you tell me where we were. Okay. Four girls walking, walking. Mm-hmm. Girl stops. Uh-huh. Gets a weird look on her face. He's probably an early teenager. And then said, he just stuck his hand in its butthole. Wow. Where were we? Uh, you were in the, uh, the miracle of birth. That's right, Donna. Thank and watching you. these girls see what was happening there <laughs> was really a, a vision. That, all of that happening That's there. Awesome. So, anyway, fun day at the fair. All right. Good talk. Uh, when we come back, uh, we know that Bob Barker passed away uh, last weekend. And uh, Steve's got a little something special for everybody. It's a throwback. It's a, an old Letterman Top Ten of Bob Barker. This is when he retired. I thought we could listen to the whole thing to celebrate Bob. Okay. So we'll do that. When we come back, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Thank you for Master listening. Rose, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071, where talk is fun. And we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. If you're coming out... So far, it looks like a beautiful morning. Yeah, just look for us. We're right next to the tree. <laughs> one of the one of the trees. Yeah, just look for the tree. Don't you'll find us. You'll find us. Uh, we are on Underwood, just south of Randall, on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage, yeah. right next to the Lactation Station. Yeah, it's all going on here. Shout out to our friends at Old Dutch. Yeah. For sponsoring our show while no we're me. out here at the fair, we appreciate that. Uh, it was over the weekend that. Longtime host of The Price is Right, and before that, Truth or Consequences, Bob Barker passed away at the age of 99. Uh, he passed away peacefully on Saturday, and people had been looking back over the weekend. I did feel like it almost got a little bit buried, though, because, I don't know, it was like a summer weekend, and yeah. it was kind of... So I was like, wait, like when I saw it on Twitter, I, I realized Same. Bob Barker was trending, but it was like the fifth thing down, and I was like, oh, you know, we need to give this guy uh, just a little more... Love. So I, I saw something last night, and it was actually two separate times Bob Barker was invited on to The Late Show with David Letterman. And they were, oh gosh, I think 13 years apart, maybe once in 94. The time that we will hear was from 2007. And so this is when Letterman had Bob Barker on just to do a top 10 list. And uh, these are, this is from 2007, and it's right when Bob Barker had announced his retirement. So he was looking ahead at that. So here's a little bit. I'm just going to let the whole top ten list play. Pretend you're sitting down and it's 1130 at night. Here is uh, Bob Barker doing a top ten list on The Late Show with David Letterman. Top ten things Bob Barker can say now that he's retiring. And, ladies and gentlemen, to present tonight's top ten list is the host of The Price is Right for the last 35 years, Bob Barker. Say hello to Bob. Hello, folks. How you doing, Bob? Comforting Looks voice. tremendous, by the way. Sure, guys. Uh, here we go, number 10. 
we get the prizes cheap because they're stolen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I was not aware. I was not aware of that. Number nine. The actual retail price of the retirement watch CBS gave me $17.95. Oh. <laughs> Number eight. Before we give them away, I personally try out every hot tub. Oh, Bob, you know. <laughs> Number seven. Slip Daddy some cash, and the showcase showdown wheel lands wherever you go. <laughs> Slip Daddy some cash. He's gone nuts, I tell you. Slip Daddy some cash. That's right. Uh, number six. Sleeping until noon and playing golf all day? Come on down. Yeah. Number five. Howie Mandel may be a younger game show host, but at least I still had hair. There you go, Bob. <laughs> there you go. Number four. I only wish Regis were alive to see this. Now, wait a minute. That's this a is 2007. Regis, I believe Regis is alive. That's a mistake. Okay. I'll double check that when I get upstairs. I think that's a mistake. Uh, number three. On my last show, I'm going to tell people, go neuter yourselves. <laughs> oh, Number two. I'm not only a game show host, I'm also Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> That's cute. And the number one thing, Bob Barker can now say that he's retiring. Some older people have the good sense to retire. Unlike Letterman. Hey, I heard that. <laughs> Isn't that good? That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, he had done Cute. another another one uh, back from 94. He's like, 10 things that make Bob Barker angry. You know, as I listen to that, the some people just had a voice. You know, like that's, a, that yeah, that's such a an soothing, identifiable, yes. soothing, comforting voice. Yes. And, and just what a gig. I, I went to The Price is Right. And uh, really was hoping to get on, and I did not get on. But entering the studio felt like I almost felt like you had crawled through your television screen because I grew up watching it all the time. And then to be on the set there. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Was, and if you grow up back east, Hollywood is fake. It's all fake yeah, to you. None yeah, of it yeah. is real. If you grow up uh, in L.A., it's just one city over, but it feels so surreal when you're there and Bob Barker was still hosting at the time, it wasn't Drew Carey. Now, was this when you were working next door or no. prior to all of that? This was prior to. This was uh, maybe our freshman year of college. Uh, my mom had come out with us and, uh, and we got there. And you had to get there like 3 in the morning and line up. And you didn't have guaranteed admission in. But if you got there at 3 a.m., you were going to be near the front of the line. And then they let, I don't know how many people, in 150, 250, something like that. And then you would go, and you all get a number. You know, you get your little thing that you put on you, the mm -hmm. the, the, the tag. Um, but then 
after that, you are just waiting and hoping that they choose you. And so you walk in front of the producers, and including the executive producer of the show, and each person that is there. They interview and they're writing things down. Oh, so I wow. can audition. Hey, wow. where are you from? Oh, from here. Oh, tell me a little bit about your shirt. Ah, blah, blah, blah. We came all this way. And then that's how they mark down who's going to go. Okay. And so I, I told them that I was a caddy in Pittsburgh because the executive producer was from Pittsburgh. And I was, we've always watched the show, blah, blah, blah. It didn't matter. Didn't make it up there. Oh, but my brother Scooty had made it up there and made it all the way to the showcase showdown. Wow. Can we see that anywhere? It like is, on YouTube? It is somewhere, and it's embarrassing because his final, his final bid in the, in the Showcase Showdown was $6,500. Now, this was in like the year 2004. Nothing was ever below $10,000. This was a showcase. This is where they right, give away cars. Right, right, right. He, though, still has to show from a previous round uh, safe, a home safe. Oh, nice. He had a uh, a bar like a you know like a little you remember you used to just buy a Portable bar yeah bar, yeah he has that he got a pool cleaner, which he gave to my wife all of this uh, really brushed <laughs> up by Rod Roddy, and the final thing he uh, was it a kayak that he got something else that wasn't he had like four things that really didn't work for him That's and he got too them all bad. and he got taxed oh my gosh. but it was a great experience I have a friend who was on Wheel of Fortune and he was really good at Wheel of Fortune. Until he was on Wheel of Fortune. That's how and it always goes. Then he's standing there, and he just looks so awkward. He looks like... Anybody remember the Brady Bunch episode? The red where light. The red light Cindy. goes on, and yeah. Cindy's just like... Freezes. That's exactly what happened to him. He just looked so dumb. And I feel so bad. He ended up just getting knocked out probably in the first round. What's the game show you'd most like to be a contestant on? Pyramid. You do love Pyramid. I love me some Pyramid. Yeah, you know, Price is Right scary. If you watch them, it's very fun. But if you watch those games, it feels pretty hard to win a bunch of them. It does. Like the car, like guessing the, the, the number, that the, 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 the price of the car. Yes. And you have to flip them over one or two. Is it a five or is it a seven? You're flipping a coin all the way down there. If you win that Chevy, you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, Steve. Well, then let's high five, Donna. Alrighty. That was Ow, fun. That kind of hurt. My bad. Thank you. All right. Now we dance. Um, we dance into the commercial break. When we come back, we have got a little Meghan Markle news. We told you that there was a report she could make a ton of money every time she posted on Instagram. Only problem, didn't have an active Instagram account. Apparently that might change, but some folks are saying she should not do it. We'll tell you about that when we return. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, what's up, buddies? Stevie Boy from my pals over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, where they are entertaining the people every day. That's what they do. If it's been a while since you've been to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, I got a question. What are you waiting for? What, what's your problem? Go out there. There's so much to offer you. Let's start on the main stage. That's where Jersey Boys is right now. Jersey Boys, the story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. So think of all of the songs that you know, that you love. You get to sing along as the night goes on. Uh, it is sort of a, a jukebox musical, but it's so much more than that. There's a really cool story I had no idea about, and I was really entertained by that. Uh, the, the cast of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, I mean, so well cast. They're just outstanding. So go check that out. Tickets, ChanassonDT.com. That's where you can also see a rotating tribute concert list. They have live music each and every weekend there. So much for you to see and enjoy. See the current listing at ChanassonDT.com. And get your tickets for Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Improv Comedy, Friday and Saturday night. ChanassonDT.com.
Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, I wanted to mention, too, when you were talking about Bob Barker, um, another celebrity that we lost recently, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, he had a memorial service, uh, or there was a memorial service for him on Sunday, and which would have been his 71st birthday. And mm. look at, like, it was star-studded. Conan O'Brien, David Arquette, Maya Rudolph, Natasha Leone, um, uh, Joe Manganiello, Lily Tomlin, Fred Armis, I mean, Jack White, Weird Al Yankovic, um, who else? Sherry O'Terry, uh, Catherine Keener, Judd Apatow, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, Tony Hawk, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, this is a, this guy's very, very beloved. Yeah. Um, and they all sang happy birthday to Aww. him, which I thought was uh, fantastic, amazing. So um, R.I.P. to Paul Rubens. That was a big loss. Now... On to brighter things. Well, kind of. Sort of. I was uh, perusing the United Kingdom entertainment websites last night. Oh, really? That's what I do on Monday nights. Yeah. And I, I saw one, and it said, uh, Megan, Megan Markle. So we uh, let me take a step back. Megan Markle, there was a story that she could make a million dollars per sponsored post if she reactivated her Instagram account. This is... The at Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N. That's her account. Yes, and it was supposed to go hand-in-hand hand with um, her podcast, their po- podcast. And they, she hasn't been active on Instagram since she got married in 2018. Uh, but people were saying, hey, if she did, she could get like a million, because she would quickly get millions and gazillions of followers. And she could make a ton of money off of it. And so there was a, a little write-up in the UK that said, Megan's Instagram return is a financial lifeline, but unlikely to help her popularity. And this, there was a PR expert that they were talking to, and they said, essentially, this isn't going to do her as much good as she might think from a reputation standpoint. Um, he said, it's not going to do her any favors. There are a number of paradoxes at play, this PR expert says. Social media is unlikely to do any favors to Megan's popularity, but it may be the lifeline that she needs financially. No one's going to argue that it wouldn't help make them a little bit of money. Not exactly that they're hard up, but hey, a million is a million. Um, he said that only um, that on a purely reputational level, there is a general consensus in the PR reputation management community that the Sussexes need to take a, quote, giant step back from the limelight. Yes, yes. He said the moniker no such thing as bad publicity really doesn't apply here. When you say the word Meghan Markle, a common response now is for the respondent to roll their eyes and say, oh no, what now? They swung for the royal family and they missed. In doing so, they broke all of the norms of good crisis communications. So this PR expert said, no, don't do it. Don't jump on Instagram. It's not going to help you. I think he's wrong. You do? Not that there wouldn't be any backlash, but I think maybe taking a step back, the two of them just being out of the spotlight for a while, take six months, go radio silent. That's not the worst thing in the world. But I think that when she comes back, she would then really get to control the narrative, and she could show different sides where 
she could just communicate a little differently. The rub is they want to be cautious about how much information they share about their family with privacy concerns, considering mm-hmm. right. um, the obvious for obvious reasons with right. their family history. So you, how authentic it would come across, I suppose, remains to be seen. But, you know, look, Kim Kardashian's got a super popular Instagram. It's not like she's saying, I had a really tough morning today with West or whatever. whatever. I don't know. Right. You know, she's it's just, like she's just posting yeah. pretty pictures. Meghan Markle could do that. Yes. She could just post pictures of her looking pretty. Yes. And then yeah. put the, the, the disingenuous caption below it where you know you look hot in a photo. Right. And then you post it and say... Tuesdays have always been my trickiest day for my morning routine. <laughs> or she could be selling some lipstick. Could I don't be a think she picture. wants to do that. Yeah. I don't think we want to get her in the makeup line. I think if she could get to it someday, she could have a full, you know, a full apparel line or something like that. But it would feel a little quick, wouldn't it? Like yes. She did, they just did all the yes. royal family stuff. And now... Well, listen, if they need money... It seems like that's always like the undertone is like, oh, they're so hard up for cash. I would love to take a look at their finances. Well, I bet they're fine now because of the book, because of the Netflix deal. I'm sure they're fine now. But it's expensive to live out there. It is. And Daddy's not giving um, Harry any money. Oh, who's Charles? <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I don't know. So I don't anyway, know we'll wait to see. Uh, but uh, we think that there is a return to Instagram happening at some point for Meghan Markle. So uh, that's kind of fun. Hey, well, this is unrelated, but can I tell you sort of a funny story? Uh, yes. I read. You know where I read this this morning? Yeah, the Morning Brew. Thank you, Donna. You bet. Uh, here's how they started their little email newsletter today. The excitement was palpable at West Point yesterday as cadets and staff at the United States Military Academy prepared to open, get this, a recently discovered lead box that was believed to be a time capsule left by students in the 1820s. Stop! Would it contain a flag, a class ring, a note of encouragement to future West Point cadets? Where'd they find it? I don't know where, but somewhere somewhere like on uh, on West Point's campus. Okay. 1820s, this thing's been around since. Wow. What would it be? When two school employees open the time capsule in front of a packed auditorium, no less. When, 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 when? What did they find? Mud. Really? (laughs) There's just mud in there. There's mud in that box. I wonder what the purpose was. So it wasn't a time capsule. It wasn't a purposeful thing. Now, the Morning Brew suggests... They should have watched horror movies before because it's very likely that they just released a demon. Buried box. This says horror movie written all over it. You think it's going to be treasure? Nothing's there. Oh, well, that was a flub. And then what's going through? Maybe it's a joke. Did it? People in the 1820s do jokes. (laughs) I I think so. My name is Mud. You know, there's (laughs) there's a person that was the first person to make a joke. And there was a person who was the first person to laugh and to cry. You ever like, you think it was cool Adam and Eve? Travel? Like, the first humans hey, have watch to. This. Or do you Crunch think it's generations right later that they're like, oh, we could have been laughing this whole time? And who started sarcasm? <laughs> you know what I mean? Great question. That's great, Steve. Thanks for thoughts to ponder today. I'm just trying That's to awesome. tickle our brains. All right, Get I've, people going. Uh, I've got a story about HBO. 
Okay. Max is now going to be the one to watch for AMC shows. They are allowing, um, first of all, these once valuable HBO originals have been licensed to Netflix, right? But now Max is so disinterested in being associated with HBO that it's going to start streaming shows from a totally different network. That would be AMC. They're dubbing it a programming pop-up, and it's only going to be from September 1st to October 31st. There's going to be a section on Max called AMC Plus Picks on Max, with selected shows from the AMC library. No extra cost. There's no advertising for Max subscribers. And it's going to be, I don't know, I'm trying to think what kind of stuff are they going to have. Um... There's more than 200 episodes of seven di- seven different AMC shows available. Hmm. You've got Fear of the Walking Dead. I think was the big that's one the big that was tied one. to it. Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing for people who don't have AMC. And Gangs you of London also going to be in the mix there. Another popular one. Okay. Well, I wonder if Netflix too also wants to distance themselves from Max because they're like you know they're a they're a bigger contender against Netflix competition than AMC's properties would be, right? I think so. You know? AMC has a lot of great shows. Remember when Netflix streaming used to suck? You have to go way back in the day to when it first started, and it was like, wow, we can stream this stuff right on our computer? And then you looked at the the library, and it was absolute garbage. Bottom row at the video store. There yes. was nothing good. Yes. And boy, it, yes. how times have changed. My word. Yes. When I knew people had Netflix, I'm like, there's never anything to watch on this thing. Yeah, right. How times, times have changed, they Donna. Are changing. Everything changes. The Donna. winds of change, Steve. Hey, um, speaking of the winds of change, not at all. Sometimes you just say that to get into something else That's entirely right. unrelated. It, totally faking you out. It is uh, Tuesday, which means, in theory... DJ Rock Lobster will come by in hour three of our show. We like games on the show. And we're going to play the same name game. We play this every Tuesday at 1130. And this is where we pit two songs that have the same title, though they are not covers of one another. We pit them against one another, and then we vote one off the island. So that's going to come up at 1130 today. Happy to say that we are also playing um, the College Pop Culture Knowledge. We do that each and every day. At 10.30, which is going to be a lot of fun, so we'll be playing that. By the way, Here. our shirts are the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Got kind of a collegiate look to them. I really like these shirts. These may be my favorite. Yeah, these are really cool. So if you're, if you're a faithful College of Pop Culture Knowledge listener, play a longer. Do be sure to swing by the MyTalk booth here on Underwood, just south of Randall. You can get our shirt. 20 bucks. Uh, you can get all the shows have their own shirts. We've got some MyTalk merch. The merch, we really feel like went up a level this it, year. Yeah, it really it looks did. Good. Looks We've good. got um, a bag, a shopping bag from the Shop Girls. We really love the Don't Yuck My Yum shirts. Yes. Those are really nice, but buy ours. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something. If you have ever wanted your butt to smell like pumpkin spice... <laughs> You are in luck. We will explain how you can make it happen when we return. It's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, live from the Minnesota State Fair, where we think we hear someone rehearsing at the grandstand. Could be Winona, could be Brandy Carlisle, could be their band. I don't know. But we're within earshot, but we're hearing like conflicting songs at the same time because. 
There's some booths playing music. We've got Taylor Swift going in the background. Would they do a sound check this early? Like, would Winona say, I'm going to come here at 9.30 and do a sound check? I don't think so. I don't. But something's happening Something's happening. You know what? I was on that sky glider last night. Do people take that during concerts? Because they should. Yeah. It's very popular during concerts. And there's also that one entrance over there where all the buses come in. Yeah. You, I basically watch an entire George Thorogood concert by sitting on a bench over there waiting for my dad to get done. Oh, my can basically see and hear everything. That's amazing. Just oh, that's as well cool. as being in there. So I don't, I'm surprised they don't have more people kind of jumping up there and groups of people watching whatever concert is being performed at, at the time. <sighs> I'm going to screw up my tip because i got to say this. Can we see things and can we say things? I have to say something Absolutely. now. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh. That is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I was going to have this as a tip later, but now I got to say something. All right. The little, so there's this, I think, the Sky Glider and the Sky Rider. I believe the Sky Glider is the open-air one, feet are dangling. The mm. Sky Rider, is that right? The Sky Rider is the closed one. Me no likey. Okay, yes, the, I'm getting head nods. open one. Okay, well, me was on the open one. So let me explain a little situation. I could just tell you this quickly, but I prefer it as a long story. Okay. We were at the end of our day. We were near the, the, the animal barns. We were tired. It was hot. We wanted to just get a couple more things and then go home. The thing we wanted was a gizmo and so my best uh, way of telling you how to get a gizmo which is this great italian hamburgery ground beef sandwich it's really yummy the best way to tell you to get there is if you're on the minnesota state fairgrounds go to uh, wisconsin and that's how <laughs> that's where the gizmo booth is located but it's always worth the walk but man it's you got to haul so we were down near the haunted mansion we were down near the dairy building and then we had to walk all the way up yeah. So we get there, we get the gizmos, we sit down. Our dogs, D-Bone, are barking up a storm. You hear me? Yeah, your feet hurt. Feet hurt bad. So we tell the two kids, uh, hey, go and get us uh, tickets. Go get us tickets for the Skyrider while we finish these gizmos. So they did. And then they came back. Then you can just get right on to the Sky Glider, whatever. We you get went on, on that it. one? We went on this one, the wow. open-air one. Um, my sister was in the front, no, 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 clutching no. the sidebar with all of her might. I thought at the bottom when they when she got off, she was going to take it with her. She was going <laughs> to remove the whole thing. I already feel sick. You just telling me the story. I'm getting my stomach's. Getting she butterflies. said she had to fight multiple panic attacks. She was like, "I'm about to freeze up." But yes. there is no getting down until you get down. You know what I mean? Right. So then she's on it. My daughter and nephew, they're on the one in front of us. They're having a good old time. I'm on there. The tip was going to be this: if your dogs are barking. This is a really nice way that I never think about to get a far distance without walking anymore. So if your feet are achy, it's $6. But listen, you can't get anything on the fairgrounds for under like 12 bucks these days. So a $6 ride gets you down there. So that was really nice. It saved us time. That's the tip, but okay. I saw something. All right. I get it. I, I could do the other one. I cannot do this one. See, I can't have my legs dangling. That's weird, because I'm the exact opposite. The other what? one is super claustrophobic. claustrophobic. You're what? so in that tight little container. Really? And is it I hot? Do they do have any AC ventilation imagine. I've in never there? been on it, because I'm terrified by it. But no, you couldn't pay me to go on the other one. I could go on this one all day. It's been years since I've been on either of them. Okay. And I don't remember if, they, if the, the closed 
box it, one fine. is air conditioner. If you it's, get a little breeze, no, they, you just think, they little... have individual air conditioners in right. every single. And that's, one of I know, things. but is there like a hyperventilation because it gets hot? And you know, like I think you it's can't like leave a, a dog in the car. Is it, it a cage? It's like caged in, but the, there's holes in the. Here, let's look. Right, sorry, oh, oh sorry. I, I, I do that. I've done that to people's <laughs> yeah. before. Well, here's what I will say about the closed ones, which I think is the Sky okay. Ride. Sky okay, ride, the yeah. Sky Ride. The Sky Ride, if you're looking to get from A to B in a jiffy, that's the one to take. Or that sucker know, motors. But this right. Sky Glider, where your feet dangle, yep, nope. it, it stops a few times for people who need a little more help to get on or off of it. But also, I was watching some people who were walking below me, and I was like, let's time it and see if we beat them. They were beating us. So walking is faster, but if your dogs are barking, get on the Sky Glider. Okay. It took us Good from tip. the gizmo spot all the way down to the grandstand. You know what's really fun, too? I think there's a spot where I think it's on the enclosed one, and you go over some of these buildings, and people, like, throw things on them. So there's, like... Underwear. That's, that's what I saw. The fact that there are not just a bunch of naked people getting off at the end of these rides <laughs> is amazing. Because first I was like, oh, that's funny. Somebody dropped something. There are it's a thing. bras. It's, there yeah. are pa- How are you getting your panties off, Donna? No, the, I think people just have them in, in, in their, their purse or something as a, a maybe a recurring yearly annual thing. Okay. The, yeah. oh, the annual panty drop. Because I was thinking, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't feel scared, but I was like, I would not be moving around and removing anything. But they were doing it. There, were, there was like a, uh, I mean, almost what looked like. I think there's like, stuffed animals, too. Yep. There was a cane that looked like it would have belonged to like a, a pimp in a 70s movie. Nice. nice I mean, it was Huggy weird. bear. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was there. A lot of garments were there. And I just thought... Boy, these people go crazy. Then yesterday, <laughs> there were people on the Sky Glider that were saying free money, and they were dropping dollar bills. And wow. I know this because A, I saw a video of it, and then B, it happened to my family and my brother-in-law, 50 years old. He's not a five-year-old. 50 years old, on the phone with Lou saying, well, here's where we are. Just try to park. And he hangs up on her because he sees money falling, <laughs> and he runs after it. That's awesome. And by the way, I think the uh, throwing the undergarment thing, yeah. I'm almost certain that's an evening, um, you know, thing. Yeah, those are not people that just came off now. little farm hands. No. These are people who are on their way From to a concert, a concert to, yeah, the other side. So uh, With that, let's talk now about pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice butt wipes. This is a joke, of course, right? Well, it started as a joke, but it's real now. There's a company called Dude Wipes. That's right. And they had said, like, hey, there was a joke a few years ago. Like, wouldn't that be funny? There's pumpkin spice everything. Why not pumpkin spice wipes? And Dude Wipes makes wipes that you can use on your undercarriage. You could also just use it as sort of like a quick little sponge bath kind of thing. I think it just smells maybe like more like a man. Yeah. Less like a baby. But now... It smells a whole lot like a pumpkin spice. <laughs> Would you like a uh, a wipe that was? I don't like spice? I don't like food scented anything unless it's food. Okay. I don't like food scented candles like apple, pumpkin, cookie dough. I don't vanilla. Well, according to the description, they have designed these pumpkin. They're um, they're calling them dumpkin spice. According to the description, they are designed Duncan. to keep, <laughs> keep your butt cozy with a pumpkin spice-inspired mix of clove, nutmeg, and other false scents. 
Uh, they posted a picture of a pumpkin with the date 9-5-23 carved in it, so we're guessing that that's the day that they will officially drop it. Uh, again, started as a joke, posted a fake photo of PSL butt wipes in 2019, but now apparently it's going to be a real thing. And they're extra large. And they come with clove, nutmeg, and other fall bad word. Mm, you know, the word uh, for uh, Other fall bleep. Yeah. Right. Um, it's funny. I like it. It's cute. Who am I to throw a stone? I live in a glass house on this one. I'm a guy who has sprayed my undercarriage with bathroom spray. We're not going to show that story today. And almost got Are a we? chemical burn. Okay, great. Um, no, I like that. Like, if I went into someone's bathroom and that was sitting on the toilet, I would get a kick out of that. It's cute. Yeah. Okay. Guess what you're getting for your birthday. But I don't want my butt to Guess smell what like what you're getting pie. for your birthday. No, Donna, no. Yep. You get hey, you have a birthday coming up. I sure do, Steve. End of this week, oh huh? Oh, my God. Is this my big surprise? Oh, it's coming. <laughs> okay, great. It's coming. What is it? It's, uh, th- Friday? Thursday? I don't remember. Thursday. Hey, can I just say, me to you, thanks for not being a birthday week person. Oh, God, no. I stopped celebrating my birthday when I was like 11. I don't get it. Maybe my last party was when I was 14. You know, maybe. When you're at work with someone who is like a birthday weeker, and then like on Tuesday. It's my birthday month. They have like an extra report to run, and then they're like on the verge of being emotional. I just, like, it's my birthday week, and like, I'm all the weeks for us to have to run these reports. Okay. 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 You're okay. Judy, you're 59 years old. I like Like, this thing. Simmer down. If you want to celebrate your birthday, that's fine, but you bring in your own treats. You bring in the cupcakes, you bring in the donuts, you bring in, let's not do a thing. I also don't even want to do the card. I don't like to pass around card anymore. No, nobody wants cards anymore. Everyone's purging. Don't burden me with a card. (laughs) Now I feel like I can't throw it away. I know. You, I just, I always touch it, I see it, and then I throw it out. That's what I do. Unless it's super memorable, and then right. I put it in like a little memory box. Thing. I hear you, buddy. Right. Uh, Mike's going to have a Durler when we come back live at the Minnesota State Fair, and then we'll have a little music news to share with you, including why Miley Cyrus isn't touring.